Howdy. Welcome to Heim Time Podcast. My name is Travis. I'm Emma Heim. And I guess I should have said I'm Travis Heim. Yeah. I'm Travis Heim. You're Emma Heim. <laughs> and this is another great Heim Time Podcast. Woohoo! Uh, this should be a good episode, I think. Yeah. We have a lot to, uh, to chat about. Um, Vegas shenanigans and uh, other related activities. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, really fun. So um, thanks for listening. Please follow us on patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, it's $5. It yeah, $5 like a month. Not a lot, like a cup of coffee, but uh, we uh, we have to pay Paul next some studios right. to shoot in this incredible studio. So um, please support us there. We're going to do, we've done a bunch of recipe videos and other like cool stuff, but um, then we post like the barbecue classes videos on there. If you want us uh, to ask a question or a topic for us to talk about, uh, you can suggest it on Patreon and we have to discuss it. Right. That's the rule we made. If you message us on Instagram or Twitter, then we're just going to ignore you. So um, <laughs> awesome. Patreon shout outs. Number one. Do you have this? I do. Okay. Shug. 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 Evil genius, mastermind behind one of our favorite local breweries. Uh, great guy. Was a Patreon at the start. Went away, which is understandable because we didn't do a podcast for like six <laughs> months. Now he's back. Yep. We got him back. Uh, I believe this is Don T. Bailey. Uh -huh. The email and the name said Don't Bailey. Oh. So it's either Don't Bailey or Don T. Bailey. Okay. Probably a great guy, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, number three. Brandon Colston. Brandon Colston. Yay, thank you. We know a Chase Colston. Yeah. I wonder if they're related. Um, but Brandon, great guy. Awesome. New, new thank Patreon you. Patreon follower. So be, be like them. Be like Join them. our Patreon. Support yep. us directly. $5 a month. It's not too difficult. Um, and we... We hope you think we're cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. And if you're a cheap ass, just, you know, subscribe on YouTube or uh, <laughs> uh, Spotify, iTunes, all of that. So either way, we'll take it. So uh, hit it, Paul. Good from Forward, Texas. It's the Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. We did Vegas this week, you guys. Vegas. What? You, Vegas. When you go to Vegas or, well, anywhere really, I feel like you need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it took me a while to get back on planet Earth, you could say. <laughs> it's a different, it's like the Bermuda Triangle of yeah. debauchery. And like we took one photograph and <laughs> uh, like in the caption, we do a it's kind of stupid, but we have like a travel Instagram, Heimtime Time Travels, not to be confused. It's, I think it's, pretty it's cool. kind of fun, but we didn't go anywhere for like four years. So, um, <laughs> but uh, like on the on the picture, I just wrote like we went to sunny Las Vegas and then we didn't see the sun. Yeah. Because you kind of like don't well, know what time it is ever. <laughs> 130 degrees. So. Yeah. Desert. Because we had talked about playing golf. You know, if you listen to the podcast, I'm a big golf guy. So. <laughs> Um, and we didn't because it was so hot. It was miserable. literally like steaming. The one photo we have too, 
we the mask mandate is back in yeah, Vegas, Vegas, which it'll probably be everywhere soon, I guess. But the one photo we're both awkwardly holding our mask behind <laughs> our backs, which then you cropped out yourself, but then left me to yeah. look like the weirdo with the weird arm. No, I mean um, you look nice. So thanks, I appreciate it. But the <laughs> one, the one photo, um, you got a photo at, with the dessert of me with Sharon. I guess yeah, I could say your name, but. Um, that I think that was it. That was it. So we're back physically. What'd you think? Maybe not emotionally. <laughs> Mentally. Um, about Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was all right. So we stay at, or we stayed at the win, which we hadn't done before on the encore side. Um, I liked that. I liked that a lot. It was much nicer than the other places. We've stayed at Bellagio and then one time we went like to the Luxor, which I did not enjoy. Um, There's a lot of tank tops. A lot of tank. Actually, I was counting tank tops last time at the Luxor. Um, and so we stayed on the Encore side, which was super nice. And then uh, we saw Tyga. Yeah, who Tyga. I was like, wait, this guy looks really familiar. And then I was like, wait, he dated Kylie Kardashian or Kylie Jenner, which is, I don't know if arguably that would be why he's super famous because he was on the show or right. his music. So... That's that's a, d- a debate there. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> couldn't have told you who he was. but. And then we saw Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He's now Laker, so that was kind of cool. And then, There's a lot of NBA players. Yeah, they're doing the summer league. Summer we were like, league. why are these giants walking around? There's a lot of tall, tall dudes. Tall. And then that one day at the pool, they were like all in the pool, but they're like eight feet tall. So it was like. They were just funny. regular. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Vegas is weird to me. It's like, uh, how do I put this? It's like uh, it, just people spending money and like, you, you like big baller, but it's all kind of a veiled, like, like maybe spending too much money that you don't have. Yeah. Or like, you know, it's like luxury, but it's like not really luxury. It's like just kind of a, like, I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a weird place to me, and I hate cigarettes, and I think yeah, that's another thing that bothers me. But um, we we gambled a little bit, which was fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning uh, craps. The guys that that we went with, big craps guys, and I like. First of all, it's like math, you know, which I'm like, all right, I don't want to do math <laughs> if I'm trying to have fun, drinking then, and spending money. <laughs> the odds and the bets, and then you can do this bet, but then you can't, you know, whatever. So. Um, it was enjoyable. We had a good time. We saw Whitney Cummings, the comedian. Yeah. Um, who was the mm, last night? Okay. It was okay. Not bad. I mean, not bad. <laughs> first of all, it was kind of funny. So she had her the guy from her podcast. You were saying yeah. as her like opener. I think her not sure assistant, his name. Technically, okay. Is, but so he he comes out there and like you know, COVID <laughs> people haven't been doing shows and stuff, and so it, I would say it was rusty at best. The dude. Yeah. Um. And he then, yeah. and then though, like, he's like definitely done with his portion and he's like, okay, and here she is. And it was like maybe eight minutes <laughs> before she wop. came, yeah. before she came out of the, like behind the curtains or whatever. So he was like, okay, it yeah. was really awkward. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard this on, you know, I listen to a lot of comedians podcasts, but it's like, he, I think he did like 15 minutes and then he could tell was like, okay, I'm done. And then this is when I bring her on. 
and then didn't have one single joke to do because no. then he started being like, he's like what do you do for a living? Where do you work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then he but was without like, jokes, <laughs> just like just basically asking people. Yeah, it uh, wasn't like the funny follow ups that like you get at, yeah. you know, other shows. It was just awkward, honestly. <laughs> I remember there's a story. Uh, Chris Stefano, a funny comedian mm-hmm. that I like, was saying where he was opening for like Seinfeld or somebody. And uh, he was supposed to do like 30 minutes and then or whoever it was like wouldn't hang out there like he's like a big shot comedian so he's like he this guy will go 30 minutes he's gonna show up like a minute before in a Mm -hmm. cab and then go so anyway he's doing it and then it's like he's not there so he's kind of like looking around not like that guy where he's like he's coming up you know coming up next or whatever it's like he was just kind of like okay i don't see him and then the guy in the back's like you know stretch it out like keep it going And so he ends up doing like literally all the jokes he's ever had in his entire life. And then he said when he was a kid, he would, his mom would make him memorize the state and state capitals. And so he just started asking like, what, like name me a state and I'll tell you the state capital (laughs) and like went through this whole thing. But the, the thing was the comedian that was coming after Uh him got in a car wreck his driver got in a wreck on the oh way over so then he ended up not even showing up so anyway i felt bad for that guy because it was clearly like whitney was just in the back not paying attention and then um yeah had some funny jokes but yeah yeah i don't know uh the food is is mediocre i think it's a lot of restaurants so that you spend a ton of money at one, and one though that was really good was sinatra's in the wind yeah. or in the encore i guess um that's so good yeah other than that lakeside we did that at the win where it's yeah. like uh they do like a whole show while you eat on it's like a digital show it's not like people dancing or anything right. um what did i eat there which is weird oh a beet salad <laughs> um yeah no overall it was good it was our first time away from izzy which was a little stressful i hated that yeah that was that was hard like the second day i was like man i could really just like go hug my kid but it's okay it's it was fun and we got time alone so yeah you were like i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of the room i can't well because like i felt like when we were just in the room like hanging out it's like either you're spending money or you're just like thinking about how sad you are that you're not with your baby right (laughs) anyway it'll probably be a little bit before we go back uh, yeah, I I don't know if I'd ever go back. I mean, it was fun and we had a good time and we were with friends and that's why we went. But it's just a weird place. We went to the topless pool. Uh, topless, yeah. Uh, Which like right beyond that is a pool that children play at. Yeah. Um, right next to it. But yeah, so it was top <laughs> topless optional and yeah. we went kind of early. It was like eleven. Yeah. Um. And like, no one was, we were like, no one's going to do this, right? No one, yeah. you know, about like noonish, there's a couple pairs of boobs a out. A couple pairs. A couple pairs. Yep. So. And you, you didn't though. You were. To be clear. On, so we were with clear. like friends. So I felt like, <laughs> mm, maybe I shouldn't, you know, bust these out. <laughs> Mom boobs. Uh, one of the yeah one of the young ladies our our group was enamored with uh the a couple of them and i was just like i I mean i've seen boobs before i don't know if but maybe it's just the setting of like boobs in the the wild and you're just yeah whatever but uh 
that was that was interesting. Uh, I did notice, like, you know, nothing against like the male gender or whatever, but I was okay. like, chicks are just so much prettier than dudes. Like, yeah. all of the guys were like not attractive, yeah. and I was just like, you know. Like, I get it. Like, and I'm like, I have a degree in psychology. Like, I love human interaction and like the brain and mind and how everything works. Um, and it was just like such a, it was like, so these women are literally just doing this to like maybe get some free stuff, maybe get like go to the Chanel store after this, like whatever it is. But it was so clearly obvious because there's not really a reason, a necessity at 1130 AM to like you, I have to take off my top right now. I don't know. Maybe it was a medical condition. Yeah. It's just like maybe. gotta get sun. You know, coming from somebody that wears a bra every single day of their life, I do kind of understand that. (laughs) Just let them out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that was interesting uh, for our group, but that the pool was fun. Yeah. I think that was the funnest day. We got a cabana. It was really fun. Well, we didn't. There's this new thing, uh, apparently, of uh, beach club. Yeah. Encore beach club. Yeah. We had a friend that went, what, a week ahead of time and some of our group wanted to do that but it was like for one her tab was like six grand right for like a couple (laughs) bottles of gray goose (laughs) three bottles of gray goose is twenty three hundred dollars just for just for the bottles which is an aggressive amount of gray goose but that is a lot that should be like what like 150 bucks or something like i don't even know i haven't bought a gray goose bottle since college i haven't either there's like a few things I won't like Jack Daniels. I'll never drink again. Cause that one night in college where yeah. I just got absolutely obliterated. Um, so, and then that pool was like, that's the pool where it's like, it's going down. Like everybody. Yeah, that's where you definitely to... go. If you're trying to see topless chicks <laughs> yeah, and yeah. bottomless, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe bottomless is optional there. The other, the yeah, one it, we went to the, <laughs> you have to take your top off of the Encore beach club, but the bottom is, yeah. you know, suggested <laughs> DJ, uh, marshmallow mm-hmm. was there. Um, which I guess, uh, one of our friends said he saw him going in, but. Yeah, and our driver, when we were going back to the airport, he was like, oh, yeah, I've driven him. He was a wind driver. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I've driven him. He's just like a blonde dude. He's pretty cool, like normal dude. Well, that's like, what but how do you know? Does he wear the bucket, like, the whole time? Or does it like, and he was like, no, he was just, you know, in here. But it's then like, I guess he puts it on when he yeah. walks but out. But, like, right? nobody knows who he is. I guess. I don't so know. So vegas the tricks never stop coming. I know it's just like some like 20 year old guy or some yeah. blonde guy. Like <laughs> he said he was just a normal dude. Um, but, um, COVID doesn't exist in Vegas. Either, well, I, I mean, it does, I guess, because <laughs> they like... did, I mean, it was mandated. There was at one point, I think I was like, I had like a glass of wine walking and the guy, like a regular guy was like, Hey man. Oh. And I was like, oh, my bad. Like, well, you I, are going to break the rules, though, of course. let's be honest. But I was like, <laughs> I didn't realize I couldn't, like, have a glass of wine or whatever. But, yeah. dude, I will America. say, too, after that, after, like, the beach club, Encore Beach Club got out. Yeah. And, like, I think we were, like, up in the room chilling. And then we were like, all right, let's go down and, like, do some slots or something. And it was, like, I think right when, like, the it was, like, 4 o'clock and those things started at, like, 11 a.m., the yeah. parties. The most drunk people I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, and like, you know, on Barstool, like the Instagram, there's always like the videos of guys videoing other guys getting yelled at by right. their girlfriends. Right. We saw like four guys, mm-hmm. like the chick was in their faces. And I was like, oh my gosh, they were all getting 
chewed. <laughs> the one guy was like, didn't he? He was on another he planet. He was literally like, on Mars, yeah. And she was like, meh, meh, meh. It's like, uh, he doesn't know what you're saying right now. May have been, you know, taking a gander a little too long at the beach club. Yeah, you know, bottoms optional. Um, <laughs> a gander. <laughs> so, and then they said, too, the gummies, you know, the weed is legal there. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that in the past. Um, apparently... That's a big issue of, like, people just taking, like, 20 gummies. People don't realize yeah. you have to take, like, maybe even half and then sit on your hands and, and don't drink either. Five hours yeah. and then make sure you're okay. And then <laughs> then uh, figure out your life. Because that's one of the guys at the hotel was, like, there's, like, people pass out, especially at night, like, all the time. And they're just like, yeah, this is, of course. Yeah, which, there's, like, ambulances, a couple of ambulances and... Um, one of the employees was like, oh yeah, that's cause they had too many gummies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Um, a weird place overall, yeah, but, overall. Uh, I had, uh, I was rolling on craps and that was fun. That you was also fun did evening. extremely well on wheel of fortune, 25 yeah. cent machine. I was like, what the heck? That was so weird. I hit something and then it was like free spins and then, so like literally, we sat there like an hour. Yeah. And it was just 20 like free going, spins, 20 free spins. Yeah. Until it went up to 300. And then this is like another thing with Vegas where it's like, but then it maxed out at 300. So like we hit it again, but then you couldn't get more. Right. So it's like there's not a limit on how much you could lose in Vegas, but then there's how a limit on win. how much, you know. So I don't know. That was fun though. Yeah. I uh, was very happy to be home and see our, our angel um, child. But anyway, Vegas recap, you're not missing much. There was a million people. We ended up after the comedy show, then we played craps at the, that casino where we were at. We take a cab home. This is like two in the morning now, and there's a million people yeah. <laughs> like walking around. Zombie. And then I told you, because the girls went back early, uh, I saw like three strollers, <laughs> like people Dude. pushing their kids around. And one lady was pushing her kid and then had some sort of like food plate of food that was holding in the <laughs> other hand and was like taking multitasking a bite. at 3 a.m. Yeah. Walking across the street with a child who was awake, clearly. So um, it's a wild place. It's a wild, no wild place. So happy to be back safe in Fort Worth. Um, this is something that's been bothering me for a while. Uh, barbecue names are too horny, way, way too horny. Barbecue names. Barbecue names. Do you understand what I'm saying? Team names. Team names, sauces, uh, decorative towels. It's, it's gone. Menu items. Menu items. It's gone too far, mm -hmm. but we got tagged in a meme. Uh, I think Dan, one of our loyal listeners, oh, yeah. um, somebody, I think it was him maybe, but it was like suck my bone barbecue sauce or like something like, <laughs> like rub my meat just way too intense uh deal and so i so i would like to as a, a valued member of the barbecue community like we just need to take <laughs> it back a notch okay it's a little too a uh, little too sexy but i wrote down and then I, I did a little bit of research one the big one was our friend uh, Matt with Me Church yeah. he's, says he's going to come on the podcast. I mean, who knows? Don't hold your breath. But uh, <laughs> one of his famous rubs, D's Nuts. D's Nuts. D's Nuts. And it contains pecan, I think, or something. Okay. Do you use that on 
nuts pork i don't know what you put it on nuts you could do nuts and put them in the oven let them toast up like a bar snack i guess with these nuts memphis and may one of the big uh, Mm -hmm. barbecue competitions i wrote down some names do you want to do you want to nuts in butts. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was what? maybe you the guys. best one. <laughs> Nuts. In with the like apostrophe. the apostrophe, not in I in. T T butts. Pure pleasure porkers. Okay. Sexual. Very, Pure pleasure. Sexual. That sounds like something you get at the velvet box. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty hogs. Um. Not bad. I mean, that's still, yeah. Not as bad. Not as bad. Next. Nice rack. <laughs> Straight to the point. Uh, two sauce to pork. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think they're a pretty good team. I've heard of them before. And then Pigs Gone Wild, which didn't seem as bad. Except that Girls Gone Wild guys like in prison, right? Yeah, I don't, I think tax evasion or something i don't know i don't know i just remember the kardashians like still working for him in one of the first seasons oh, yeah yeah he that did like on... a swimsuit line or something yeah and that was on like not long ago and i think it was when i was like in the thralls of early motherhood and it was on and he was that. like literally in prison and they were calling him they went to his and they house. did a photo shoot yeah, yeah at his house in like cabo or cancun or something yeah. and then it was like wait this guy Dude, whatever measures. Hey, right, right in my wheelhouse. If you're a 30 (laughs) to 33 year old male, those were like that. Those were the commercials late night. Girls gone wild. Um, Oh my god! But I think he's a terrible person in general. From what I yeah, I think yeah. um, So, so are you saying we're not going to do a competition team? If we do, I think it needs to be. A very horny name, like I think, what? to fit in. I don't know. I was trying to think of some. Wrap uh, your okay. <laughs> ribs. Hog. <laughs> Something uh, wrapping. <laughs> I think uh, I uh, somebody uh, sent me a Facebook group request, and it's grab them by the brisket, which oh I was like, God. I know that's a little, I guess, a nod to Trump. When is this going to be me, too? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a Trump nod. That's what I was wondering is these team names at some point you would think may may go away. But uh, rub your own meat. I like pork butts and I cannot lie. I've seen a million that's uh, things funny. like that. And then uh, we have a friend that's given you multiple decorative barbecue towels that yeah. have the same. <laughs> like I rub my own meat or whatever. So anyway, too horny. Cut it out. It's way, way too horny. <laughs> right. But if you got a good one, text it or message us <laughs> yeah. so we no can we'll laugh make that at our it. Team name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nuts and butts. Nuts and butts. And nuts then nice and butts. Yeah. Nice, nice rack. Nice rack is another uh, another Tea great sauce one. Sauce to pork. That's kind of funny. Um, those were the best I could I could find, but and then I couldn't find. It was like you know, I don't know. It's just very sexual. So that's all I'm saying. It's like, well, I don't know where the line crossed of like barbecue and perverts and, you know, but there's a. But they're there and they're living. Is that a Venn diagram? Is that what those yeah, are called? Okay. Those things where they cross. Yeah. Um, they're thriving now. <laughs> I guess. There was a video where one of those amusement rides where you sit and then you like wait and then they surprise you and shoot you into the yeah. atmosphere they have it which at is six aggressive flags. 
I hate that stuff. I'm afraid of heights anyway, though. So yeah. like, I, I never, I think I did that one time at Six Flags and I literally just got like the chills thinking. I've never it. even done it. It's terrible. And there's a reason why now for so sure. <laughs> there's these young ladies and they put them in the thing and then it's like, boom, catapult. And then they shoot off into the sky and then very fast. And then there's what looks like maybe a seagull or some type Ugh. of bird that, then oh, that literally hits the girl in the cringe. face. <laughs> but it's like, like a second where it's just on her face and then she like grabs the, it and like pulls it the off. The thing, the like ride thing goes over her head. Right. So it's like this. And then the bird literally, it's like her neck, but like the beak is like on her face. And then the wings are spread across her chest, like across yeah. her shoulders. And the bird has no idea what just happened. It's just like flying aimlessly. I just and can't. You have an issue with birds. I have. So like my main bugaboo in life is birds. Okay. And I, I think it really comes from my childhood. <laughs> so my dad's grandparents are from Kansas. Mm -hmm. And so they had, I don't know if this is like legal or whatever. I don't think it is. They had like cocks that they've fought cockfighting cockfighting sure. and yeah. they like had medals and trophies and stuff all over their house but they also had like a farm with hens and the ones that Roosters, lay all the eggs yeah yeah. The, yeah so we used to go um like i i must have been five and younger um but we would go and pick up the eggs from like the hen thing and if, you, if you've ever been to one you walk through like an extremely small space but there's like just a massive amount of birds in there laying eggs and anyway um i just cannot handle i i just have a thing in my head from that and i think i just can't do it anymore i can't do birds and so when i saw that video i was like oh my i would probably passed out like get me off this ride right now i don't know like you know you just have like you have a fear of heights like if we're even like on a patio and a bird is like near, I'm like, I'm out of here. I can't, I can't do this. I don't go to the thing at the zoo where you like walk through and like, Oh, pretty birds. Let me feed them. No. And our daughter will never do that either. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, thanks for bringing up this amusement park ride with the bird. Yeah, No problem. Uh, James had a parrot, right? To growing yeah, up. Yeah. In our house. My older brother had, I remember you talking about its name was cow bird. Okay, not cowboy. It was yeah. cowboy the bird. It's an African gray. They're actually like as smart as a kindergartner, apparently. Right. Um, it changed its name to cowbird. Like it knew it was a bird. Hmm. Um, and it would talk all day. And it was actually in our like dining area, which my mother loved. True. Um, yeah. Uh, never went in the dining room for like I'm not kidding, two years or something. And I'm not. It's a thing. Wouldn't you say it would mimic the telephone or something? The telephone, or? the microwave, it used to mimic my mom. It used to say, do your homework. It would say, That's oh, crazy. the Simpsons, like when we'd sneak and watch the Simpsons because my parents were sticklers. Um, <laughs> the do, 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 It would do that. It would also eat a, a smaller dog. It would call the dog over and then pour its water onto the dog. <laughs> it was a real snake. Again, snakes are bad too, so. Snake bird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was bird talk. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I think uh, we have been enamored with 
this OJ Simpson stuff. Yeah, I wild. Think, uh, during the pandemic or pregnancy, oh geez, Sorry. we watched uh, the what was this FX maybe the show the one with where it had David Schwimmer yeah and Cuba Gooding Jr. And with Ross Ross from Friends yeah. Um, which was good, but then I've watched multiple documentaries, so I yeah. feel like we're well versed 100%. to discuss this case. Yeah, we've really kind of done a he lot did of it. research. <laughs> okay, um, all right, that's one one person's opinion. I, um, the for some reason the athletic, and I saw this because Jake, I guess, uh, said that he got fired from the athletic, but he, I, he didn't really get fired. I think. They just weren't free using freelance people anymore. But he was like, basically like, I'm glad that I don't work for them anymore because they did a full article on OJ Simpson. Jake <laughs> like, from the ticket? Yeah. Because oh. yeah, he wrote like stuff for him. Uh, oh my. For The Athletic. The Athletic published this, but it was kind of like a puff piece of like, I don't know what the point of it was, but I guess it was like, you know, look, OJ's doing all right. And so, yeah, but <laughs> read what... Weird. Read what they said. There's a lot of great, a lot of great uh, <laughs> quotes, uh, and I'll read this one. Um, I think the other thing too, like if you don't know a lot about what happened, right? Like, yeah, the general story: he killed his wife, estranged wife, that they had issues on and off, and there's whatever, and another guy, and then you know, um, but like didn't get in trouble for it. No. Went to a trial, was found not guilty. There's a million reasons, which what's so interesting about it was all the Rodney King stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I forget the girl's name, but then there's like a Korean uh, oh, yeah. convenience store lady that murdered this black girl because she thought that she was stealing. That was all of this stuff happened right before uh, the OJ thing. And so LA and your family was living in LA, mm -hmm. right at this time. And just riots and crazy, you know, stuff. And, and so it's, it's really like the, the story's terrible because someone, you know, probably OJ killed these two people brutally mm -hmm. and it was awful. But the bigger story of like the justice system and black people and everything, like how all of that sort of came together was like this crazy, it's interesting, the backstory. So anyway, it's worth like watching that series. I yeah. think and, and interesting. But you don't get a great picture of OJ. No. <laughs> you don't. That's like, why I was like, I it, totally did it. You're like, man, I really don't like this guy. Right. <laughs> you know? So um, at least everyone that I've talked to. So anyway, it's it's interesting. Uh, and then in 2021, for some reason, The Athletic writes an article about Just can't him. leave it alone. So uh, <laughs> a quote from OJ about why he doesn't go to L.A., Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I have trouble with L.A. People may think this is self-serving, but I might be sitting next to whoever did it. I really don't know who did this. Okay. It's like, dude, you did. What are you talking <laughs> about? You're sitting next still, to a mirror? Or? Still just <laughs> holding on. Uh, you've got to look. You've got to look to learn, which I don't understand that. Uh, I figured eventually somebody would confess to something, you know. Um. Yeah, because no one can because you did it. You did it. <laughs> like, no one's going to. Why would someone confess to something they didn't do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> just someone's going to do it. And then something. So, 
it's very odd because he went to jail for a completely unrelated thing uh-huh. later in life. Right. Yeah. Got out of prison. And then now he just like plays golf all the time. And then he does these super weird videos on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you follow him on Twitter and he'll talk about like fantasy football. And then last week he talked about uh, like get the, get the vaccine, you know, like encouraging everyone they should get vaxxed. To get paid for that? No, it's just him talking. And then he's like, and I forget what he says, but it's like, it's, you know, it's your favorite guy or what, you know, he has like some weird like (laughs) tagline that, you know, is like, Hey, it's your old pal OJ, you know? And he's like, it's very, very, very odd. And it's so weird. But the, the, Thing that I think uh, I wanted to discuss, this was Mm -hmm. one of his last quotes. How many Americans even today wouldn't like to live my life? (laughs) I don't work. I play golf four or five days a week. I go out to dinner a couple of nights with friends. People want to buy me drinks. I'm always taking pictures with people. Ladies hug me, which I thought was a funny way to end that. Who doesn't want to live that? I don't work. I play golf four or five days a week. I'm in so far. Mm -hmm. That's great. I go out to dinner, you know, friends, awesome, ladies hug me. All of those are positives. What about murdering your wife Well, that's spending what I was like, time in prison? The whole, like, <laughs> the, the psychology that. behind that <laughs> stuff. Like, you talk about, like, you're just nuts at this point. I mean, right? I think that was the thing that they said in the documentary or whatever was, like, he clearly is mental issues. And Well, yeah, if you're going to kill somebody and then just be like, I didn't do that. You're nuts. And this is maybe your psychology thing, but I've I've seen where it's like almost like when something that traumatic happens or somebody does that, that they almost like that like he probably doesn't believe he, that he, he did went it. like out of body. Right. And then he's like, I didn't do that. Yeah, that's like a that's a trait of right. nutsness. Yeah. <laughs> Sociopaths. Like you're like, I have or... literally no recollection of commit committing these crimes, which like maybe he really doesn't. I don't know. There's just so much evidence. There's a lot of evidence. There's so much evidence it's of it. It's very, very weird that... I but, felt you know. for that prosecutor. It's like, man, whatever her name was. Marsha? Yeah. It's like, dude. It's weird. It's worth watching the, the series and the documentary. The series is I actually is really like, enjoyed it. Well, we've talked a lot about the Kardashians today, which is kind of funny, but like the, <laughs> in the series, uh, it's clearly like just... Cause, cause oh, yeah, yeah. the Kardashian <laughs> dad was his friend. Yeah. So he wasn't technically a lawyer, like or something, but he was like, they like helped the team, yeah. the defendants, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but then there's like a bunch of shots of like the kids where they're like, daddy, you know, that's like unnecessary t- shots for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but then also too, like you can, I don't know, obviously it wasn't there, but like in the series, Ross, AKA Robert Kardashian, <laughs> sure. he's like, you can tell he's like, this dude did it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, you know, but, and I will say, like a I little... have no idea. I don't know if he was really felt that way. Because it was like OJ was like his best friend. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. Ross portrayed it that way, but was it really like that? <laughs> yeah. The you keep saying Ross. <laughs> the the David. fictionalized version of Kardashian Robert in the show is like, oh my god, you know, and he's like, you know, like Mother Teresa, and because that's in the documentary, 
OJ flies to Chicago or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's like one documentary I saw where Robert Kardashian is seen leaving the house with one of OJ's bags, like yeah. the garment bag. And I think they showed they, it in the they series. They addressed that in the series. But in the documentary, mm -hmm. there's like news camera footage of him leaving the house with that. And then that's what some people say. Maybe that was like Where the, the knife weapon was in there or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I guess that's the other thing is like, it, it clearly went through the Kardashian like PR. Well, they could have been like, company. yeah, 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 exactly. Like, no, like just make him like this so right. that it looks like he came off really good. And he like gives OJ a Bible and stuff. It's like, I don't think any of this happened. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> thinking if this happened, what is the <laughs> what is the quote? Uh, how many Americans wouldn't like to live my life? I wouldn't. I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to kill someone think, yeah, and then have like, to live a lie. I don't know. I like the golf part, but uh, moving on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Very weird. Um, Mackenzie Hughes. Uh -huh. Back to our pro am colonial golf golf yeah. talk. Um, he is a Canadian gentleman who we played with in the Colonial Pro-Am, whatever they call it, Charles Schwab. Um, Beyond he, nice. Super nice guy. So nice. The other guy, I said, you know, kind of a dick, but this guy McKinsey was super was nice. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Helped, helped Even us said hi putts. to the ladies. Oh, I bet he Appreciated did. that. Yeah. <laughs> we had the best, best looking gallery there. Um, <laughs> A bunch of drunk 30-year-old women. <laughs> there was one uh, spot to get drinks, so we had to keep walking. Like, didn't matter what hole we were at. We're like, we got to go all the way. <laughs> but you brought the crew, so that... that uh, Yeah, it was fun. That helped encourage us. But uh, he was flying to Tokyo to compete in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, uh, we, we messaged a few times after, but then uh, was like, ask me anything, questions. I'm on a 20-hour flight or whatever, so... I said, Mackenzie, how impactful was it playing in the Colonial Pro Am? Mm -hmm. Do you think that round propelled you to your recent major successes? Ooh. Great question. He said, There's no question. One of the best Pro Am groups out there. I need to get into Heim BBQ the next time I'm in town. <gasps> 100 emoji or whatever that is. Oh, yeah. Um, Look at you. Shout out Mackenzie. Super nice guy. He's played really great lately. Um, so I'm a big fan. I wasn't rooting for him in the Olympics because, you know, America, but um, super nice guy. What does that mean? Oh, America, he's, in bro. he's playing Canada. Yeah. Oh, I see. He's Canadian. Oh. Get out of here. I know. That always separates us when the Olympics comes around. It's like, ah, We're the best. like Luca. 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 Great run. But he didn't play for America. I would have been happy to see him win. Same. That's what we yeah. were talking about in Vegas. We were like, yeah, if he yeah. wins, then that still feels like America won. <laughs> yeah. And the best part of Luca just signed uh, his con new contract with the Mavs. Oh, sick. So this was a bit that Mike Reiner, formerly of the ticket, mm -hmm. but as you know, Jake is a diehard uh, Mavs fan. Yeah. So like, you know, there's there's rules and I don't know all of it, but basically you get drafted by a team. Right. So let's say you get drafted by the Mavs. Mm -hmm. You have a rookie contract that's like, it can only be this high. There's a limit to how high it is. Your second contract that they can offer you, there's a limit, right, to try to keep the cap and everything. But that limit is is like if you're an all-star, 
if you're a rookie of the year, if you're a all NBA player, then that can increase how much the team is allowed to pay you. Okay. So the point is after your first contract, you could be like a LeBron and be like, screw Minnesota, you know, or wherever Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to LA. Well, the way it's set up is if that was the case, like let's say Luca went to LA or went to New York or something, Dallas can pay him 50 million more or something, 30 million more. So it's the whole point is it incentivizes like the smaller market teams which Dallas isn't a smaller market team, but people don't like playing here for some reason. Um, so then they can pay them more to try to keep them for their career. Okay. Because guys like Dirk, who play for one team their whole career, are yeah. like, that never happens mm-hmm. I mean, anymore. Um, Russell Westbrook, who we saw, just this is like his seventh team or whatever. Yeah. He's with the Lakers. So anyway, he's like five-year, $200 million, some just insane Nuts. amount of money. And he's 22 years old. Um so I don't know. Hopefully it'll come in the high barbecue. We'll, we should go to we'll more games. We like I've only been to one Mavs game, I think. Yeah. But it was like his no, he didn't even play. Wasn't he on the, like the side? It was like when he first came and he yeah. was like sitting on the front row, I remember. Yeah, I think he was hurt or something. There was some kind of I think that was a Benny Keith gave us tickets. Maybe. One of the few times they've given us anything. <laughs> Well, we have, have like the Cowboys. We got to do. We did John Mayer <laughs> with them. True. And then yeah, yeah. we were supposed to go see Sturgill Simpson, but it was right when uh, COVID true hit. But yeah, I mean, if the Dallas box is open, Benny Keith hit us up yeah. specifically on Thanksgiving Day for sure. Because <laughs> um, then we don't have to go see our family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, mom. Uh, she doesn't listen, does she? No, I think my <laughs> my mom does. does. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of John Mayer, our friend said that they were in Montana. I can't handle this story. And were grocery shopping and then went uh, to like the butcher counter and John Mayer was John just Mayer, there chilling, food. getting steaks. And everyone, she was like, she was like, that person looks familiar. And then they did like a lap around the store and then like came back and they were like, that's John Mayer. And then I was like was it cool? Were like people talking to him and stuff. And she was like, no, everybody just like knows John comes in sometimes. And I was like, that is the sickest thing. I would probably die. Here's an argument. Okay. Maybe for the ladies and some gentlemen out there. Uh Um, John Mayer, is he classically handsome Hmm. or not? Hmm. Or is it like when he gets that guitar and that voice going, you're like, I'm done. This is it. Yeah. I die happy. I would say, it's the musician like blind blinders because I don't find yeah. him classically attractive, but I can say oof, he can sing and play. Uh, you probably would have tried to seduce him. Let's be honest. You would have been. He'd probably be, in, he'd probably be into it. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, too, he's probably I mean, he's not probably we've seen John Mayer more than anybody else because he plays right. with the dead. Dead and, Dead and Co. So we've seen him all over America. Incredible guitarist. <laughs> and I was very anti-John Mayer for a long time. I, you were. Like in college, I was like, he sucks. And I was like, I think you're wrong. But his first, I remember, I. <laughs> this shows you my age maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I remember Brian Davis had a cassette tape that he That's played old. when we were driving somewhere. 
And uh, I was like, who, who is this guy? This is awesome. And that was the first, I want to run to the house of my, like that <laughs> goofy, like, <laughs> thang, thang, you know, uh, just goofy shit. But then at the time I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, like. But then why did you hate on him? Because Jessica Simpson. Well, then after that, <laughs> it was just like, um, he's, he's a weird, he just is weird. He's but a that's weird guy. A, that, that's my point. That yeah. goes with my point. Is he a, like is he super hot or is he can he can just play really well and sing really well because he's been with the and hottest chicks attractive. in the industry, yeah. Jessica, Jennifer, Aniston, he, you know T Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, not my favorite. We can talk about that <laughs> on another day. Um, but now like, we're really gonna get down votes if you start talking <laughs> shit on Taylor on, Swift. On T Swift, I'm not yeah. gonna talk shit. The, I just the think Swifties are gonna come out. And <laughs> bash us. He's been with. Uh, Katy Perry, your favorite. I am a fan. But he's not, like, if you just saw him on the streets, you'd be like, there's a human. You so, wouldn't be like, wow. <laughs> he is kind of tall. Yeah. I would say, uh, what I was going to say, and I feel like I could say this with authority for the male race, what you're describing uh, doesn't matter to guys. What? Like, a guy, generally speaking, and I don't want this to sound wrong. <laughs> so I should be careful. 2021, don't cancel me. Oh, no. A somewhat unattractive young lady. Uh-huh. Oh, I who's see. Who's like a great painter. Doesn't matter. Cool. It's all about this tease. A gentleman. The tease. <laughs> A gentleman like maybe John Mayer, or I'm trying to think of some other, think of any rock star ever. I mean, a lot of weird looking yeah, dudes yeah. Uh, can play and jam, whatever. Ladies are like, okay, this is cool, you know, whatever. I don't know if that is. Guys don't uh, care about. Am I wrong, Paul? You're the other guy in, in this. <laughs> no, you're right. You're 100% <laughs> right. Like if I, it doesn't matter how ugly you are if you got an incredible talent i'd be like you know you have an amazing personality and you have an amazing talent but i'm not like oh yeah right <laughs> see Ooh, it blinders. is that yeah it's blinders this chick it's is so an true. incredible well i also sculptor. think that with talent men so here's my theory on it mm -hmm. men have a have a propensity to be stereotyped as in not having much emotion yeah not showing passion I agree. So True. when men show that emotion and passion, that attracts a woman a because point. it's a quality that's not widely, you know, put out there from men. That's so true. when a man is like playing guitar and singing and showing his soul, mm -hmm. you know, making some of the ugliest faces you've ever <laughs> seen, John Mayer, Mayer does, <laughs> then that makes a woman like, oh my gosh, I've yeah. just touched his soul. I agree. There might Opening be there up. Maybe something to that. I get what That's you're saying. I yeah. get it. I mean, it doesn't sound like the best when I say it on a podcast that people listen to, but I think in They're general, all thinking that, though. everyone <laughs> agrees with I think you're what right. I'm saying. Like, the best bowler in the world, female bowler, like... Okay, you know. female well, bowler. But some people would be like, dude, <laughs> like, look at freaking golf guys. Like, golf guys have the hottest chicks. True, and they're know, not that attractive in all honesty. Dustin Johnson? I he's mean, He's got the bod, not the face. Yeah. Ooh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Jeez, just kidding. <laughs> hey. No, it's so true, but then he's got Paulina, who's the hottest chick ever. Yeah. <laughs> not bad. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter, too. 
That's uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Not a big fan. <laughs> uh, Brooks Kepka, his young lady is not bad either. But Brooks is the hottest one, right? Out of all of them. Yeah, he's that's a bad example. But like, uh, I don't know. I was trying to be like, who's an ugly golfer? But we know a lot of golfers, so I shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, no, this I mean, but, ugly but that's true. Though I mean, not. but some women would be like, those golfers are like smaller, skinnier. Yeah. Not like super you know physically attractive but then like they do have attractive ladies yeah and then you have tiger who's just hooking up with super hot though waitresses. i think tiger's really hot interesting okay okay maybe we should move on, Let's move on. <laughs> paul's like dying <laughs> laughing <laughs> but it's also when we were at the pool uh, at yeah. in, uh, at yeah, Encore, yeah. I was like, man, there's like no attractive dudes here. Like, like yeah, literally thank God. me and one of the ladies. Well, I mean, you could arguably say like all of the ladies were decently attractive. Not all of them, but they were mm. all. And I was just like one of me and one of the ladies were like, there's like two attractive dudes. Obviously not the guys with us. They were. <laughs> I mean, that's a given. Super attractive. But I was like, that's crazy in the world. And it, I don't know. I love I love people watching. It was great for that. But. That it was a that was great. It was literally like the water hall or something like it on the Lion King (laughs) when they sing I just can't wait to be king. Sure. And they're at the water hall. Boobs. But with like boobs, yeah. (laughs) Damn. Uh, (laughs) I learned a lot. What was I gonna say? Oh, uh well too, I think uh some some ladies were working, let's be honest. Like Well, I I was like, Do you think all these people are staying here? Yeah. Cause that one time we were in Hawaii, not to brag, but we were in Hawaii like three, three or four years ago Yeah, and we were laying out at the adult only pool, um, like having drinks, chilling. And then like from the side gate, a couple ladies walked through and I was like, huh, this seems weird. Cause like you would usually just come like through the resort or whatever. Right. And then like, they just like laid out and then like left. And I was like, I don't think that, I think they were like working. <laughs> Do you, what'd you think? Do you remember that? No, I don't oh, remember. What I, I'm yesterday. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway. Anyway, we, we're all over the place. Um, <laughs> what, what time do we got? We're about, okay. Almost um, an hour. Patrick Mahomes joins franchise group to bring 30 plus Whataburger restaurants to Kansas City area. Hmm. I love Kansas City and I love Whataburger. I'm excited to help bring a gift from my first home to my second home. It was a good PR person, whoever that is. Yeah. Uh, he is from White House, Texas. Beautiful White House, Texas. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Whataburger. Uh, Whataburger's overrated. Oh, Jesus. You were just on their <laughs> podcast. Oh, I was. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't say that. Uh, Whataburger is extremely overrated. But here's the argument with this. <laughs> yes. This is just all arguments today. Um, it's Texas. Yeah. And then like everything ends up selling out eventually. Yes. And so. Maybe that's my beef with them. Unintended. <laughs> uh, they sold to some Chicago group that just is going to. And then now they're just going to. But thing. like that's how. But In-N-Out never sold. No. So they're just 
like originated okay so i'm from california originally and every single time we would land in la immediately go to in and out because at that point now it's like, like we don't do that anymore expanding no it was the la california, california yeah. yeah it was like oh we're going there we we bought t-shirts there damn it <laughs> like it was a big deal now it's like but that's how waterburger was too i know like a texas thing and then corpus now, christi and then um, beyond and it's you know it, maybe it's not family owned or whatever. Um, I, this is going to make a lot of people mad. So I, don't I know. know. I don't know if you should <laughs> like, say this. Well, Whataburger is great if you're like drunk and get like taquitos or something like that. For a fast food burger, it's pretty good. But I will say that <laughs> in my opinion, just the burger, right? Okay. And we can debate this maybe. In and out has a better burger. Okay. Paul? <laughs> Paul's upset. I don't know. I like Shake there's just, Shack. There's no way. <laughs> I don't There's know. no way. Shake Shack is good, but does that factor in to I mean, they're not fast food. I mean, what are you saying? They're quick service, I guess, yeah. but not fast food. Yeah. I don't dislike Whataburger, but I do I guess I would say when I eat a Whataburger, I'm like, ugh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, like you just immediately feel regret. <laughs> the debate that I would say, and I'm sure Paul would feel the same way, in and out has a great burger. I think that's not up for debate. Yeah. Maybe the worst French fries uh, in the history of Not French an fries. argument. That's not even right. in our argument list today. They're like potato sticks. It's Did literally ever... just fried potato. Yeah. Like nothing wonderful nothing about it. Nothing on them. Yeah. The oil is, I think it's just water. Just it's boiled water. Ew. <laughs> Did you ever eat potato sticks? Was, yeah, as a dude. Kid? My mom would, like, <laughs> no. my mom was a stickler We're for poor. anything, <laughs> so. anything like she would give me like one Oreo a day. She was like, you can have turkey and that's it. But anyway, uh, she would let us get those like little potato sticks at I the store. My grandmother would always have those in Carthage, Texas. It's like, this is the snack. <laughs> uh, um, Whataburger's great. And I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but, um, I guess my point was, let's say we moved okay. out of state mm -hmm. somewhere, maybe Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> now you're now you in okay shake on it <laughs> uh, i'll go tomorrow uh, <laughs> someone else can run our fucking restaurants uh, <laughs> if you moved out of state what one or two restaurants would you want to oh. bring with you would it be a whataburger not for me plenty of other great things in my opinion is there one restaurant or you know food thing that you would bring man you should have from our home asked me this i thought i told you bacon burn ends barbecue.com um <laughs> i wouldn't want to be anywhere near a barbecue place <laughs> if we moved um been there done that i mean and i'm not saying you have to run it i'm just saying like you a place <laughs> to, to run it and like i'm like yeah. i'm definitely out <laughs> a place to uh like whataburger like he's bringing what are you bringing well i asked you why are you putting it on me I mean, what do I eat that I don't? <clears throat> yeah, let me think. Well, it's like a Fort Worthy place or something. Kincaid's. Like a Texas place. Kincaid's I'm not really? going to bring that, though. No, see, I yeah, don't know. A okay. Texas Fort Worth thing. And nothing again. I didn't mean to say it like that. I do <laughs> love a Kincaid's. Um, Crispy fried okra. This might be kind of a curveball, mm -hmm. maybe. 
Mama's Pizza. Okay. Because. Not a curveball. Well, is it the best pizza in the world? No. <laughs> I'll say that. But You're it's. You're on a rampage today. Dude, I got some hot, hot opinions <laughs> and I'm ready to get them out. Uh, it's very Fort Worth. Like, I don't even know what style you could say that is because it's got the thick ass crust and all. It's not yeah. New York. It's not Chicago. It's or Fort Worth. But grew up Ooh. eating it my whole life. Freaking pizza buffets, you know, that's probably never going to happen again with COVID. But like, you could go and just eat 20 different slices of pizza. Mama's Pizza Buffet was delicious. Um, and it's very unique. So it's like, I know that doesn't exist in like a Hawaii or somewhere mm-hmm. else. And that would make me feel kind of like home, I think. So I think I would, I would go with them. Okay. I don't, you still don't have anything. Nothing. Okay. I'd be all like, look, give me another bowl of poke. I'm, this is my home now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll tweet if I think of it, but I don't care. <laughs> Joe T's. Yeah, actually, every time we do come home from somewhere, we, we like usually go to Joe T's like immediately. <laughs> it's um, just a, that place does make you feel like it's home. I was there last night. Yeah, I wasn't. That must have been nice. It was pretty We're good. We're going Saturday, though, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. Um, we got to ask your mom to babysit. And like, oh, the food's not very good. It's like, well, you don't know what to order. You got to order the right stuff. You got to do the whole thing. We said, actually, we were going to put that on Patreon, do a video of like the ultimate we did. Joe T's experience. Would you guys like that? Like a, a it's like a secret ordering yeah. at Joe T's, like how to, how to really do it. Yeah. Did you know there's not just a classic margarita? Yeah. There's levels of margarita that will blow your mind. The other day yeah. we were there and um, a friend, was it a friend? Yeah, it was our friend. She was like, I'll have a top shelf strawberry. Yeah. Who said that ever? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can do that frozen. You can do it on the rocks. Nobody yeah. nobody does that. They just say, I'll just take a strawberry margarita. Top shelf? Well, as a all-star, I would say, <laughs> a former waiter there, Yeah. the service, not great, generally. Uh-huh. So it's usually like some like hot 20-year-old that's just like, what do you want? We got two things on the menu. You know, so it's like, yeah, like they're not going to expand it because yeah. we work there. You want to keep it easy. They're not going to be like, what are our, what are the margarita options? Well, we can do this, this, and this. It's usually like we have green or red, you know, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So, but we should do that. We should do a video of like, uh, what do you normally get the dinner? Yeah, but I also do like, um, they have street tacos. Did you know that? You can get whole slices of avocado to go with your street tacos. You can get quesadilla. You can get the soup. You Joe's can do nachos. Joe's one of my nachos. Uh, deals. They do. You should. We have a friend Reina. that like gets. She'll get the quesadilla. She dips it in a side of the enchilada sauce. Mm. Enchilada. I think it's enchilada. I know. My grandpa always, always said that. enchilada, and it, I just keep it like that the enchilada sauce she dips it and like those are pro moves if you don't know it you don't know it and then liz says gravy yeah this always threw me off what's the difference between sauce and gravy in relation to oh paul's ready (laughs) i guess i was gonna say before you comment i've heard this with italians and mexicans yeah because sopranos they say gravy gravy do you yeah gravy is a thing for tomato sauce in, in italian 
So it's a, it's a Sunday gravy right. is what you make. But do Mexican restaurants say gravy or sauce? Well, Liz does. So, so I, but I think it's maybe that's the difference is their their enchilada gravy is like a cooked down chilies and tomato. Like maybe the gravy is like if it's cooked for like a long time or something. It's not just maybe. like a sauce. I don't know. I don't know. I just remember gravy one makes time me feel better about it though. We got enchiladas and she was like, "What is this?" So the definition of gravy is a sauce made from cooked meat juices together with stock and other ingredients. So okay. that makes sense because it's long cooked yeah. in the same stock and all that kind of stuff. Mm. With some, some sort of meat or some yep. fat or something. Man, I might go there after this. <laughs> we, I was there last night. We're oh. going We're going Saturday. Yeah, but it's only Wednesday. Um, <laughs> we have a, a meeting, by the way. This is why we're dressed somewhat businessy. This is business, Himes. You're looking pretty good. Thanks. Um, but yeah, we, we so, you know, I, I figured I shouldn't wear like a modest mouse t-shirt, but... Um, so nothing, you got nothing for me, Paul, what would you, one or two restaurants you would take with you? Anything? Uh, my big, f I'm a huge fan of rodeo goat. Oh, we cause I love the, the gourmet burgers. Mm -hmm. I just love that. I just love it. Yeah. And then rodeo goat's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it's other places though. I really like Lupe Tortilla. Okay. Ooh. I haven't been there. Yeah. Man, it's, yeah. A, it's over there by our house in North Fort Worth mm -hmm. and they have a, uh, shrimp crab and so if they have lobster in it's shrimp crab and lobster enchiladas oh. which is just Sounds the awesome. richest <laughs> most incredible thing i've ever had. i've never had anything bad there does it got gravy or what oh yeah <laughs> well i add the extra gravy i'm like hey extra listen gravy. i'm italian put some gravy on it <laughs> yeah i probably would do something italian actually now that we're saying it there's not we don't have like a favorite italian no. place here though we need to try. I want to try place. that. What's it? Il Moto, I think. Yeah. I gotta go there. It's supposed to be. They good. got fresh pasta hanging on the like the walls and stuff. I'm like, all right, That's what's awesome. up? And you can like watch them too. Uh, Create pasta. What? How are we on time? Um, should we go to the listener questions? Sure. Because this is gonna be perfect timing. First uh, time I'm ever. I'm sure we'll continue to talk for a while. Oh, I gotta here. Read that first one. I got to get the other question. Listener question. This is from a Heimtime Patreon, Richard Miller. Richard hey. Miller. Hey, Himes. Hey, what's up, Richard? What's up, Rich? I'm curious, is Texas barbecue cutthroat like I want to imagine it is? So is it cutthroat like he wants to imagine? Sure. Meaning, are all of you in a competition with each other for superiority? Or is it the love or is it all love in the name of food of our people, the glorious, beautiful cow. And do you have many, and do you have any stories of old head barbecuers treating you badly? And he loves us. <laughs> Love you too, Richard. Dude, do we have some stories? <laughs> where, to, where to begin? Shall I, we I, bring it back? I wrote to Richard and I go, we'll see if Emma will let me tell any stories. And you said you were okay. With I, if we talk, if we're, we're talking about food truck days, new New guy and girl on the block in the yeah, streets. On the scene. We had some haters. It was a nightmare. Literally a nightmare. It was a, a nightmare. We, and this is why, too, like, this is funny because, like, people ask, like, you guys are all, like, just friends, right? And it's like, 
I I see that with the new guys. Yeah, like camaraderie. Open a couple days a week and mm-hmm. all buddies and I, you know, I guess I think we have a different perspective. And maybe it was being like the one new thing coming in. No one was doing craft barbecue. All of the old guys were like, "Who are these?" Like assholes? we're the original like, craft barbecue in Fort Worth, and that just wasn't happening. And I think when we started, it was very early on where like, and I don't want to say names. We're not going to say names. But you could probably guess. <laughs> but it was <laughs> like a lot of the older places that were not happy about our success. Right. And being, having two hour lines and all that. And even in the food truck, I, I vividly remember like every barbecue place in town, someone coming because they had like their shirts and stuff. Right. Like we're Checking just, what meat we were, were using. Like, hey, what's going on? Well, that's another, that's another story. <sighs> yeah. We had a guy who had a, well, this will just tell you who he is. So I can't say that, but he, he had a, his own thing that closed and he was at the restaurants at Magnolia and was looking, going through our dumpster, yeah. looking at the box, meat boxes to see like what we were buying. If we were really using prime grade meat. And then when he opened. We got it on camera too. When he opened the place, <laughs> um, he had like an investor dinner at the restaurant. Yeah. And I was there like, what's going on guys? How's it going? Like just like, seeing how we do it. Well, so let's do food weird. truck because this is, uh, okay. Maggie's actually just hit five Jesus. years on August 6th, which is yeah. insane. Um, so thank you guys for continually, continually loving our flagship. Um, so this is food truck days and mad already. we were maybe a couple months in, I think probably the article had come out from star telegram. So this would be after May, 2015, probably, yeah. um, still hot. I know it was hot. Um, but we would just like, we're taking care of business, getting the line through doing, doing the daily stuff would finish, um, and be sold even, out. I don't think Rowdy was with us. Yet. No, this is like pre Rowdy. Yeah. And, uh, Working a hundred hours I'm, a week. We're open like at this point, maybe three days a week. Yeah. And it was like once a week, the health department was pulling up and mm-hmm. we were like, what is going on? And so how it works and, uh, in everywhere, I guess, not just Fort Worth. If you go online and you make a complaint with the health department of your city, they, they have to come out and check it out. Like, it's not a right. question. It's not, they're not going to be like, no, they're not doing that. Like they literally have to come out. They will take pictures. They'll do a whole write up. Um, so they kept coming out because somebody continually was putting in complaints on us, whether it was, uh, the, the smoker wasn't high enough off the floor. The smoker wasn't covered. It was always about the smoker. A lot of smoker related. So we're like, someone's clearly like checking out our smoker, which like before we opened the food truck, we did our due diligence and, and even had the health department come out, make sure we were doing everything right. Um, cause we're not going to like just break rules to break rules. So, yeah, well, I wanted to say too, like, and so we, I, at this point, I had thought about opening a food truck or a restaurant every day, right. every night for like six years. Mm-hmm. We had done the pop-ups, but we had cooked in Austin with some guys and that we don't have to get into all that. Like it was crap, time. But we, but my point was, I knew like the back of my hand right. what the food truck rules were, what all the stuff was. And one of the gray area loophole things, if you will, was 
in Austin and LA at the time. And then Portland had a big scene. Uh, the most successful food trucks and trailers I saw were stationary. They didn't, didn't go move. to a place every other day. They weren't going to some dumb brewery or something like that. It was like, this is where we are. And they had food truck parks and things like that in those other places. Fort Worth at the time was like, they thought of food trucks as like Roach Coach. is like yeah, the yeah, top yeah. place next to the gas station. It was very like, no, there was no regulations. There was no attempt to like try to promote mm -hmm. this, you know, or whatever. I don't even know. There was maybe a handful of food trucks. I'm trying to think of who that, that were open in Fort Worth. Even like Taco Heads was around then, I think. But and like, they were parked outside of a bar, yeah, right? So yeah, they had out the of same. Pogues. So that was another thing. So my point being, they had the exact same setup as us. Yeah. Because if you have a commissary, the bar is your commissary. You can't store anything on the truck because, like, what if the power goes out or something? Right. Understandable. Um, you got to be able to dump your dirty water, get mm -hmm. clean water, all that stuff. Um, so it, we were the same way as, like, taco heads, where if, as long as you're parked there and your commissary is there, you can do all that, make it work. Um, some people didn't like that. Or I think this guy specifically, yeah. they didn't know the like rules of, of how I will worked. say we were like the definition of gray at the time for barbecue food truck because no one had really done it before. Mm -hmm. And so we kept checking in with the health department, making sure that we were doing everything right. They're like, you're good. You're good. You're good. But then, yeah, this one person had to continually put in these complaints. So, I mean, the health department would show up and be like, okay, this, you got another complaint. Let me look at this and literally be like, you guys are good. See you next week. Cause he knew it was going to happen. Well, after like the fifth time, the guy, we just like give him food and he was like, all right, I'll see you guys. Like so, you said, I'll see you in a week or whatever. But then it, it kept happening. And so we were like this, we're, we were like, what can we do? Because you know, this is going to continually happen. Save our time, save your time. What can we do? So we literally drove our truck to the health department. Cause that's what you also have to do is like, you get a, you have to take your truck every year to get an inspection done at the health department. So we voluntarily, it wasn't even our time to get an inspection. We were like, let's just call this quits, go through everything and give us a, a new sticker Call it a day. Well, I had a, I had a very unpleasant conversation with the head guy of like the health department. Yeah. And I was like, if you guys fucking come over here again, I'm just going to absolutely lose. Right. <laughs> like, I, you come check the smoker out, check the truck. We'll bring it. We'll do whatever. Just, I, I don't want to ever see you guys here again. We're doing everything right. This is the t probably 12th time that somebody came. Um, <laughs> So anyway, and so, this is a long story to get to the point, but then at this point, and the smoker was a whole issue, like you said, but so we immediately were running out of how much food we mm -hmm. could cook. Like, I think I could basically fit eight or nine briskets, depending on the size, a couple pork butts. As soon as that came off, then in the morning, we're putting on the bacon burn-ins, the right. sausage. We didn't do turkey back then, um, or chicken or anything, but... um. Yeah, that was it from the meats. But um, anyway, so I'm and I, I I don't know if I should say his name, but there's another local guy who was very nice, who we love to this day. And um, I think he came to eat or something, but we were talking and I go, man, I'm just we're, we're trying to raise money for a smoker. But, you know, trying to save money when you're in a food truck and like everything 
it was, it would have taken years. And so we're like, we're trying to save money to build another smoker. And, you know, I got all these issues and, you know, the fucking food health department's like driving us crazy, all this stuff. And, uh, he goes, well, let me guess, was it this, this, and this? And it was like the smoker issues with the Mm -hmm. smoker, the commissary thing, like the three things that we kept getting health department stuff complaints on. And I go, yeah, how'd you know that? He goes, oh, well, this guy called a couple of the people, a couple of the older guys in town Uh and said that basically that you guys are doing this illegal and tried to get him and everyone else to complain to the health department to try to get a shutdown because we weren't part of the group. We were like the new, new kids on the block, whatever. And that made a ton of sense. Right. And I was like, this is completely ridiculous. And then that guy, they had, he had an extra smoker that then he let us, we rented from him for a dollar a day, a dollar a day. And that literally doubled how much we could cook. And, um, so all that and I keep wanting to say his name because he's a nice guy, but it's just I don't want it to be like. But that, all, all that, that to say, story. when like Richard's question is it love in the name of food and our people and the glorious beautiful cow? Like I love everyone, yeah, and I respect the game. But I'm in the game. I don't respect that guy. I'm talking about clear, now. Right? Like, are we all comrades? And yeah. like, you know, I respect everybody because I know I a hundred percent know how hard it is you know how hard it is and every time we saw that health department pull up for literally no reason there was one time i literally almost fainted Mm -hmm. because i was so upset like i felt like i was going to fall down in the truck and just like not and and i would never wish that upon anybody and i hope the best for all of these places that are popping up because i know it's hard you know it's hard I'm not going to make it harder for you. Yeah. Like you just to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's outrageous to me and I'll never forget it. And I'll, honestly, I, uh, it makes me like fiery thinking about I know, it. I'm very upset. Um, and fuck that guy to be clear, <laughs> but, uh, his place closed. But I also um, got, so you got confirmation from another joint like, Oh yeah. Well, the day we took the food truck to the health department, and um, you have to pay to have your stuff inspected. So I was writing a check, like we had no money, but I'm like, here we go, um, writing a check. And I go, I, I just really hope this ends all of these um, complaints that we've been getting. And she goes, the girl taking the money goes, a lot of times when new places open, you're going to see something like this where the competitors are complaining. Right. So that they're too confirmed that it was another competitor. Right. And, and. You know, the the one guy told me specifically. A hundred percent. Yeah. This guy was calling. And, and health department so. can't tell you who complains. But yeah. she told me it was a competitor. Right. So. And to be clear, never got fined once. Never got no, anything. We weren't doing anything wrong. wrong. And the guy was so cool. <clears throat> Our health inspector. I don't. He was awesome. I really liked him. Yeah. I guess he doesn't work there anymore. I think I he went to infectious in diseases, which good oh, timing, geez. I guess. Um, another story with the same piece of garbage. We did the Fort Worth food and wine fest. One of the events we had a minivan at this point, (laughs) like 300 mile minivan. Uh, and so we're catering out of the food truck in this minivan. I think that was one Mm -hmm. of the years that we won best bite or whatever. Um, this guy had a big jacked up Ford truck or whatever, but I'm, I'm driving, uh, 
And you had already left, I guess, or you took the... I was like in front of or behind y'all or something. And so we're driving down university after this event is over. And he literally cuts me off, but cuts me off like runs me off the road. Yeah. Right. On university. The Botanic Gardens where there's like that the road ends right there where it's like three lanes or whatever. But it goes into the turning lane. lanes and then it goes literally cut, almost hit me on purpose and ran me off the road. And I was like, this guy is just the biggest piece of shit. But after after that, I don't think we had any more issues. Like it was kind of like. Well, this place close, so it's like, yeah. what is he going to do? It was like, you know? this is it, dude. We're like, not competition anymore. But we so. never, you know, retaliated or did anything like that. And then it was like, if we ever actually make it doing something like this, it's like all the love to everybody else because we know what it's like to be literally hassled just for trying to follow your dreams. So Yeah. And I've had, I mean, you know, I I, I feel like we don't get a lot of credit for A lot of stuff, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But I mean, 20 people, probably guys that have come in that I've like gone in the smokehouse, showed them, tell them, this is how we do this. This is how we do this down to like, there's a guy from Florida who came in and like basically want us, wanted us to do some consulting and I, okay, this is my consulting fee. And that was kind of like, well, I just want to find out for free, you know, what it was or whatever. But so anyway, we talked about it and I told him like how we do burn ins, you know, and, and maybe 90% of the process, not the whole thing. Uh, so I guess he did that for like a month and then like opened a place in Austin and then was doing a food truck in Austin where he was selling bacon burn ins and other stuff. There you go. There's a million places in Houston and other, and even guys locally that like, you know, I talk to and I, I, I feel like I'm always open and especially like it's one thing and we've had this too where like someone will message and be like, how do I start a food truck? I had someone literally ask me like what vendor they should use, how they open a building. Yeah. All I'm like. So when it's like that, I'm like, hey, read a book you you know, gotta, or something. Yeah. But it's like if it's serious questions and those type of things where like. I can be like, Hey, this happened to us. And so like, maybe you can avoid these pitfalls, you know, as you're starting because we're, you know, the, I forget what it is, but it's something like 5% of restaurants are still open after five years of independent restaurants. It's something insane. So we are not like ignorant of the fact of how blessed we are of right. just to be in business with the restaurants is pretty incredible. And especially that in Fort Worth, a barbecue place has opened a block away from us every week for the last <laughs> yeah. you know three years. And there's a thousand places just doing our same food and mm-hmm. you know whatever. But um, I guess it's, it's, it's weird. And that's where to me, it's like, we've went through so much crap, like just to be like open. And maybe it was just people thought they could like push us around or whatever. And then other stuff, um, not just with the competitors, but other things where it's like, you see how <laughs> I gotta be careful what I say. Yeah. <laughs> you see how in this industry, people try to use you. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest thing that I've, learned early on was this person's my friend. I really like them. Oh, well, when I don't do your event or I don't do this for you, or I don't want to do this article or this, then 
oh, it's not a friendship. It's just you're using me for whatever yeah. your thing is. We always have to be cautious of journalists and whatnot. Well, journalists, but it's the all, all of that. And so that's where it's like, I, I feel like it's it's such an odd thing. And that's a part of the bit. Like I've, I've said multiple times, and I still feel this way of like, I love cooking food for people. Mm-hmm. Like, even at our house, like having people come over, we serve them, we have food, we have a great experience. They love the food. That's what I got into this Mm -hmm. business to do because I care about that. I hate pretty much everything else. Well, yeah. I don't want to ask this, some writer, you know, reporter guy, I don't want to do your dumb event that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to cost $10,000 for us to do that. We get no, we get our name out there that's all a part of the business that you kind of have to like grit your teeth and bear it yeah. at the start. And then I think as we got bigger, we're like, Oh, we don't need to do that. Our customers don't care if we do that or don't do that. Or if we're have a PR company or a publicist or whatever, like, <clears throat> so anyway, I you know, I know you, you were it. thinking the same thing and you, it's like, yeah. I don't want to say a lot, but I, I think, that's something that we don't talk about. And this is a great question, Richard, and I appreciate you saying it because you don't want to be the, like, we had it so tough and these people were mean to us and whatever, because nobody gives a shit for the right. most part. It's like, you just, is your, is your food good? Is it a good restaurant? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So I think the biggest thing is we took those weird experiences or, you know, people being mean to us or d- literally trying to close our business. And then that, made us more motivated to be successful and to grow and to do right. what we're well, doing. You just now. have to remember what's important. Yeah. And like when you're saying like, Oh, will you do this event? Will you take these photos or whatever it is like in the long scheme? How is that going to benefit you? And do you actually feel comfortable like in your heart and your soul doing it? If you don't, then don't do it. If you feel like it's going to strain you, then don't do it. And those people are probably not going to enjoy the fact that you didn't do it, but at the end of the end of the day, you're trying to run your business. So yeah. do what you think is right. Okay. I think we answered that. And then the second question we had, it's kind of making me think of the same thing, but uh, Pat Flynn, shout out Pat Flynn, Patreon follower. Woo-hoo. You're the man. Um, I think Pat did the queso recipe. I'm pretty cool. sure on, he, he said he tried it and loved it. So that's great. Um Funny, funny how he worded it. Don't shoot the messenger, but what did you think of the Food Network's barbecue brawl? Thanks. New show, barbecue brawl. Um, What I was going to say, I think it's medium raw, the book by Bourdain, Mm -hmm. where like the first chapter, second chapter is called Selling Out. And uh, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to (laughs) say that with this show, unrelated. But he he talks about like... uh, how like one somebody wanted him to do like an emodium ad because they're like you're the guy that travels and like eats stuff and oh, does right. whatever. So this makes perfect sense, <laughs> and you get diarrhea, right? You know, like I'm sure just he like did. well, probably. <laughs> but um, it was just really interesting how he worded it of like, but then you're you're tied to that brand, and mm-hmm. so it's the same thing whether it's like you know festivals or shows or whatever. It's like, if you're a part of that, then it's almost like you're aligning your company with like this deal. Right. So we're always super, super careful about specifically the charity events we do and stuff. I mean, Booby Q, that's a 
huge thing that we started with our friend uh, Emily McLaughlin have raised like almost half a million dollars for cancer care services, yeah. I think, over the years. That may be too high, but at least like a quarter of a million dollars. Um, so that's very important. And I think that's why we're maybe not, you know, we, we're very selective about that. But then again, that makes people upset where they're like, you won't do my thing or this or that. Um, unrelated to this dumb show that I don't know anything about, but we've get, like people have asked us to do chopped a hundred times. Yeah. And like, it's not like they're beating our door down. We get the emails that I'm sure everyone else gets. Mm -hmm. We just don't respond to them. Um, we almost before the food truck, we almost did Tim Love had yeah. a show where it was like you, uh, they would build a restaurant for you in like a week. On Melrose. <laughs> in LA. And then what's the guy, the other guy, ben. Bastianich? Maybe I just made that Bald up. Bald guy? I thought his name was Ben or something. I don't know. I think Joe, maybe. Joe or Ben, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, we... We like literally. We got to, to like, like the casting. final. Yeah, yeah, we got to like the final thing, and we just wanted a restaurant. We wanted a restaurant so bad. And it. And then I. I still remember them being like, "What do you guys fight about? Like, what makes you right. like? What's the like drama? What's your?" I was like, "Gosh, you know? that had to be like eight years ago." And uh, at least, yeah, maybe ten years mm -hmm. ago or something. Um, but then it was like they were like wanted to proceed, and we. I called the lady and was like, we just don't want to do this. Like I, yeah. Cause then we watched the first episode and it was the, it was just reality TV, nothing against so the bad. show. I mean, it's not like Tim loves everyone fucking come on here. So who cares? But like, uh, <laughs> I'm getting the eyes, I'm getting the eyes. So I have to be careful what I say. Um, but we didn't do it cause it was like, you know, it just seemed weird. And then the more we thought in, in, you have a vision, I think, which it's never a hundred percent right, but we had this idea of what we wanted to open food truck, restaurant wise, whatever. And, uh, that wasn't it. So, um, I haven't seen a minute of this show. I looked it up and I know Rodney Scott is involved. Yeah. Love him. One of the best guys we've ever yeah. met. Um, when we were cooking with La barbecue in South Carolina, we did an event, Rodney cooked a uh, whole hog Carolina barbecue. We did brisket and sausage, hot guts, beef ribs with John Lewis. And um, pretty much just hung out and drank all night. And yeah. he had his uh, playlist, Rodney's playlist on of just hump jams. <laughs> like, yeah, it was awesome. Boys the Men and like a lot of like old school stuff. Um, super nice guy. Michael Simon. I know he's on there. The Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah, I love that whatever, guy. Is that the name? Yeah, yeah. he's on there. Um, Chris, uh, I forget his name, but Curry, he's... Curado? Yeah, Curado? nice guy. And Prime he's... Prime barbecue. He came into the restaurant multiple times. I gave him some of our rub mm -hmm. for the bacon burn-ins, and he uh, was building a restaurant that it's, I think it's finally open not that long ago. But he's on there. Seems like a you know awesome guy from our interaction. So uh, I don't know if he's still in it. Hopefully he is. It'd be cool I if he know. won. But um, we'll we'll get back to you, Pat. We'll watch an episode and see kind of uh, what we think. But I, I think in general those shows are dumb, really dumb. <laughs> but if Rodney's involved and Michael Simon's involved, also I like involved, the the girl uh, chef Brooke. She was from oh, Top Chef. Yeah, She's yeah. I really like her. I follow her on Instagram. So 
you know, if they're involved, then I'm sure, I'm it's, sure it's, good. it's gotta be yeah. better than some of those other goofy shows, but like shout out man, fire food and Roger Mooking. Yeah. He said he'd come on here. He's awesome. Once, you know, one of the traveling gets a little better and it's very serious how the production is for that. Yeah. And, and like, I loved that team. They were great. He, he wants to like show what you do mm -hmm. and really he's into it and all that. So it's like, well, he's a legit chef too. So, but it's not like drama and like suspense. It's like, what, what is cool about your restaurant or this thing? I, I want to show that. And I think that's why people love man fire yeah. food. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of good stuff out there. I feel like I spent the first I'm sure it's part good. of this we should watch it. bashing TV, no. TV shows, but I'm sure it's great. Um, restaurant spotlight, and then we're done. Restaurant or, spotlight. Well, anything else? So um, we went here yesterday. We went here yesterday to the new location in the stockyards. We went to Taco Heads. Yeah. Super good. Taco um, Heads. We tried six different tacos between the two of us. Um, all was really good. And then we did chips and salsa, had a couple margaritas. Um, it was great. Great build out. The location's awesome. It's got a good shaded patio, too, which is a benefit yeah. for. Um, how hot it is right now miserably hot uh margaritas on tap actually yeah. i didn't mention that that Those was were really good that was dope and really quick to get your drinks apparently um, in the great stockyards, music too <laughs> all country stockyards one you can get uh drinks and they have even like a big margarita and you can walk around the stock yeah you can walk and drink so if you're just hanging out in the stockyards get some food there get some drinks um we know uh sarah who's yeah. founded it and then alan who's one of the investor guys or whatever mm -hmm. is a good mm -hmm. friend um so we love them they're great so go support taco heads 2349 North Main. I think he said they're open seven days a week. I think so. Um, they're renovating the Montgomery yeah. uh, location, so it's not open yet, but I think it should be open relatively soon. Um, it started, like, in a truck, food truck. Yeah. One of the first, if not, like, the first probably, like, cool food truck in uh, Fort Worth, Sarah uh, started at uh, Pogue Mahone's, we would go there all the time and get delicious tacos. Then they opened the Montgomery place, which is a sick patio, and it's right across the street from Dickie's Arena, Perfect. which was like the smartest location um, you could ever do. And uh, we used to go there all the time, but then they've been shut down. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Great tacos. I feel like all we do is talk about tacos. It's next on to Tacovas too. Oh yeah, <laughs> the boot place, which is affordable boots, which is really awesome. So obviously, I had two margaritas and went and bought boots after. That was um, bound to happen. Bound to happen, but that was cool too because they also have alcohol there while you shop for boots. I so like, there you go. This is like we've talked about this, but uh, things completely change of your view of restaurants when you have a kid. Yeah. And so like. Specifically, you mentioned the music playlist was all like old school, classic country. I loved it. Not loud, but at a good volume for like a fun thing. But I bring this up loud enough to drown out the Moana soundtrack that we were playing to keep our kid quiet. She likes to scream <laughs> now. She just screams. <laughs> and that's her thing is she screams and screams. So It was great. Um, Go check it all out. All that to say, no one seemed bothered. The no. lady that helped us was super nice. The cashier, everybody. Um, so go support them. I can't believe they opened a restaurant and found staff as quick as they did with everything going on. Yeah. But I think that's a testament Great to, um, and I guess some of the Montgomery staff is probably working over there. Probably. Now, but, yeah. 
Um, great stuff, great tacos. Queso was really good. Um, and then the margaritas were even better. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I feel like we haven't burned any bridges. Uh, too bad. Too bad. So time to time to go to a meeting and yeah, go have fun. Go check out the Dallas spot today. Headed out to Dallas. Really proud of the team over there. I got a, a, somebody tweeted last night that they just moved from Illinois, maybe, and they've been to Fort Worth a couple times, but then they go to Dallas once a week and. Uh, the comment said, and the staff keeps getting better and better. Awesome. That's so, what we want. Things were a little rough over there. Maybe we talk about that on the podcast when uh, nightmare opening, restaurant openings. Yeah. Uh, we Woo-hoo. have plenty, COVID. plenty to talk about, but yeah. um, the new manager that's over there is kicking ass and doing a great job. And then the smokehouse is awesome. So they've really stepped it up as business has increased with the uh, travel and everything else. So. Awesome. If you listen this long, we really appreciate it. Follow us on or support us at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash time podcast. We always ask for questions, ask for topics on there. Um, if we're having a guest, which we have a crazy guest coming up in a couple of weeks that is like, I can't like, I can't believe sure we scored that. Come on this podcast, <laughs> but all right. Uh, big time guests. So we always anytime like with Neen or uh, Greg or any of the other people we've had, uh, Tep, not Greg, sorry. Uh, we'll ask, you know, what questions do you have and all that. So support us on there. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we're getting pretty close to monetizing on YouTube. If we get some more watch hours and subscribers. So that's awesome. So Instagram, Time podcast. Up. Absolutely. We have a Facebook that we don't use, but you can like tag us on there and I may look Twitter. it up like once a week. Twitter. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on there. Uh, but yeah, thank you again Thanks, for listening, y'all. guys, and hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye.